You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. You know what? Welcome to the 20th episode of the High Vibe, guys. You got your boy Booze over here to the the center. Um, You have Asa Bay, the Skylar rocking that Mag Creates hoodie. Um, Very, very dope. You gonna eat? You gotta eat good, man. What do Mag? What exactly does she do? What is? What exactly type of meals does she prepare? She got like three menus. She got the raw menu for the boozy, you know, uh-huh. high frequency eaters. She got the regular uh, lunchtime, dinner time menu. She bon. got a breakfast bon. menu, you know, all vegan, of course, you know. But um, and all crazy crack. Yeah, she's trying to show people a different approach to consuming foods. Great you know? flavor profiles. Most of her customers are not even vegan. Oh really? This because the food tastes so good. Yeah, I've seen oh, her wow. do sushi. I've seen her do uh, pizza. I've seen her do crab. Pizza so crazy. Oh my god, the crab cakes. Crab yes. cakes. Yes, the mock crab. I don't know what she was like chickpea and wakame and some other type of ingredients. We not about to give away, you know, for free. Y'all gotta come in and tap in and try a plate first. But yeah, so good. That Instagram now what we talking about it is at Mad Created It. Yeah, Mad Creates. Mad let me creates. double. Let me double check. This is one of them. It's right. mad created. It. It's mad created. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. And then you got last but least the engineer day. Wait, oh no, wait, wait. Then you got a kill over here in the left. He adds new jewelry every show now. This is like his new thing. Eleven bracelets. He's like a cacao. I think I said this already, probably. But you like the holistic Mister T now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that. Well, uh, oh, swagged out. I'll take that. I pity the spirit. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. Somebody going. I'll take that. The young kids call it drip. But you know, I take hey. that. Drip. I take that. Well, I ain't young and I ain't claiming. Well, I'm young in heart, but I am getting mature. Young in spirit. I tried to be hip yesterday. I said something crazy. Ali just looked at me like, bro, it's just getting old, bro. Chill. 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 On everything. I put uh, no cap in a text of the day. And like I had to really ask myself, is that how you use that? <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. But notice how it's going so fast. We Terrible. young and it's still yeah, flying past. It's like not no more. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Time, time is changing. Time is moving quickly. Yeah, man. What? Well, at least the magnetic fields. I saw you post something about that the other day. I was uh, going to inquire about what you put that in our group message. You put it in our survive and thrive group about. Uh, the, the polar pole shift. Pole oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that has been um uh, some news out there for like sh- four, five years. But I think like it's actually like a lot more evident nowadays. So where you had like energy moving from the, um, or more so, uh, concentrated externally, like with materialism and physical things move in the physical world like money now you about to get back into seeing people tap into their superpowers like what you've been seeing on the movies people mm-hmm. operating from the inside out mm-hmm. yeah just a directional shift so it's a direct isn't it, but it's not a physical shift for the planet uh yeah the planet moving you know by the second all types of stuff i done seen new Thanks. animals and stuff on the internet people didn't got video footage of they ain't never seen before um all types of like land masses moving and shifting Keep in mind, like, the water was, like, co- covering Cali Dam there, like, a couple years ago. At least started mm-hmm. to, you know. But it's a lot of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Yep. A lot of that that uh, stuff that you are interested in, people starting to give it more attention. I'm digging all of the uh, late-breaking new conspiracy theories that are coming out about Antarctica. Mm. 
touch on that, Dave. Touch on that. Oh, so there, so there's been a bunch of them over the years. Like, so I mean, there was a, um, I believe it was called Operation High Jump, if I recall correctly. Okay. That right after World War II, um, the U.S. Navy like launched a whole bunch of like destroyers and shit uh, to go down to Antarctica. And the cover story was that it was because there was something wrong. Uh, but there, like a lot of people were like, well. A lot of the Nazis disappeared, and a lot of the Nazis spent a lot of time down in Antarctica, and so we're kind of thinking they built all these tunnels and and like a whole underground shelter because it's unexplored and yada yada yada. Um, and you know, if, if you pay real attention, like because like the Nazis were really into like the whole mysticism and lore thing, um, and they believed that like their origin was from uh, an alternate realm that was accessible <sighs> under Antarctica, uh, and so now that like the polar caps are melting because Thanks are not giving a shit about the environment. Um, you know, there started like there were you know the stories and photos of pyramids um, in Antarctica and like where the hell did those come from? Uh, yeah, so, I mean it's just interesting. Definitely up my alley. Check out Doctor Phil Valentine on that too, man. That is that is definitely right up my alley. Yeah, I am a self-described conspiracy theorist. Don't nobody uh, have to say I'm a conspiracy theorist. I'm all into that. Yeah. Oh, I, I do. I'm. That's like crack to me. Like, oh, I, 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 like, and I told him like I've gotten better about it. Like, because I used to be like the biggest JFK conspiracy nutbag on the planet. Um, we gonna talk about and, that uh, one day too. Uh, see, and, and, and we can, well, we, we can definitely talk about that for because I think I own Besties. probably every book on the planet. Um, <laughs> But all you know, the UFO. Thing. In fact, laughably, I'm going back because uh, the X Files. I discovered at like 11:30 one night that all the seasons and both movies of the X Files are on Hulu. Sure, let's start watching those. Who needs sleep? Uh, yeah, the X Files touches awesome. Some stuff in that. Uh, I ain't show. never checked it out yet. Yeah. Really? Oh, dude. So that was one of those shows where. It's a, it's a lot like um, if you're familiar with like Law and Order or like anything like that. So there's like each episode is very self-contained. Like you can watch mm-hmm. any episode and yeah. you're like, okay, there's a story, a beginning, a middle and end and you're good. Yeah. But okay. if you watch the entire thing, there's a lot of overarching themes that you start getting into it. And like, you know, obviously the UFOs and aliens and all that stuff is the big one. Um, but like, there's the whole relationship between Mulder and Scully. There's the guy with the cigarettes, the cigarette smoking man who he was actually our most downloaded episode that we ever had on our show was when we had him and what? Kelly LeBrock, uh, from weird science on. And people just could not like we, he, just told us some phenomenal stories wow. um, from being on set and that kind of stuff. And he had a book, obviously, he had a book coming out and he was going to be here for Comic Con. Um, so it, it was just, it, yeah, that was, and he was, yeah, so William B. Davis, uh, just a great, great guy. Um, and it's funny because, like, you, it sometimes it's hard to disassociate the artist from the art. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, so we did the interview before Con, um, but then we had time set aside with him while he was here. And so, like, you, you meet him and you're like, you're a, Dick, <laughs> like, and I, like I don't skeptical. Dave is skeptical, and, 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 and he tells all the like he never actually smokes on that episode, on, on in that series. It's oh, all, really? it's a lot of it CGI or it's you know this or it's like 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 the old candy cigarettes, nice. uh, you know that kind of. Yeah. So I mean, it just just it was like I said, a lot a lot of fun stuff. Uh, but yeah, oh dude, the X Files. Yeah, when it comes to just like all the nutbag conspiracy theories are in there somewhere. It's it's great. Best. Yeah. Well, then I, I'm so that I have Sorry. you watched Umbrella Academy yet, season two? I'm on that. I'm on that right now. 
I know what that is. So that's all about the JFK assassination. That's oh, like really? That's the yeah. c- the central focal point of that of this season. Oh, I'm going is the JFK season. <laughs> I haven't Man, I've been I've been so busy. Like I haven't been able to just like sit and enjoy shows recently. I yeah. feel like my time has just been consumed. Definitely but, haven't been watching TV, but I'm about to. The first season was great. I'm like on episode three or four yeah. of the second season. Umbrella, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I like it. I really like. I mean, I like. Oh, they the did concept. such a good yeah. job with it. It's yeah, and 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 um, I I won't ruin it since you're both in the middle of it. But it's funny because they like time travel paradox is one of those things that yeah. like really drives me nuts. Um, cause you know, you've got the back to the future theory where if you go back and you change things, then, you know, things the go away. Then you've got the Terminator theory, which is just, everything's all screwed up no matter what you do, because, well, if you believe the Terminator plot, then the, the kid sends the guy back to knock up his mom. But if he doesn't send the guy back from the future to knock up his mom, how does he ever exist? So then how did he ever exist in the future? To send the guy back when he never sent, so there's I see, the, the, I see the pair. I see, I see. So there's that. Yeah. So there is, and they they actually talk about there. Are, there's an episode, uh, one of the episodes, um, in Umbrella Academy. They he gets five gets into the whole time travel paradox thing, and that okay, this must happen or else I don't exist. So mm-hmm. therefore, this must be. Well, but then the very ending introduces a really big ugly time travel paradox because well, if that's true, then how can any of this be true? So it's it it'll be it's it's it'll be interesting to see your take, but yeah, no. Season two is like the focal event is JFK's assassination, and and it's just it's it's so good. Oh, well, oh yeah. good thing you ruined the show for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. I know. I'm just joking. Yeah, man. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. But yeah, like there's a kid like Jack Ruby is one of the characters in the show, and it's yeah, they do a really good job. Yep. We were just talking All about I time. Know, so it took my, it grabbed my attention off the first one. I watched it back to back every day. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, it's good. This is the uh, sci-fi uh, nerdy episode of my dreams right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, so then the new one, the so the one that just dropped last night. If you're into, if like if you're into video games, especially the history of video games at yeah, all, yeah, I saw that. High score uh, just dropped last night, and it's six episodes, and it, it on Netflix, and it is I'm. Three episodes in uh, so far, and it starts at that might have to be next. Basically, the how video games got created, like the start of arcade games and and the Atari twenty six hundred and Pong and and what happened. And, and honestly, and, and something that I had heard of, but like I didn't really remember or know, like the first person uh, that ever invented a cartridge based gaming console uh, was a black man. Uh, and you never see, like, you never hear about, like, it's always Atari and Nintendo and that yeah, kind of yeah. stuff. You don't hear about the, the console that he created and, and did really well because, well, within like a year, Atari came out and just destroyed everything, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that was, so you only hear about that. But the whole concept of a cartridge based gaming system, um, was created by a black guy out in Silicon Valley, and it was kind of cool. All I hear is A.A. Rashid, like, yeah, right. yeah, Yo, yeah, don't act like you ain't hear that. Don't act like you ain't catch that. Oh, and it was funny. Words to my mother, son. Yeah, they were like, it's it's so funny because they're like, you know, you, you think about it. Like, so apparently he was like 6'6", just this like big dude. And they're like, yeah, Silicon Valley in the 70s wasn't like it is now. So, you know, there's there's a reason why he was building everything out of his garage right. and you know and, and you know the, you know his day-to-day life was a little bit different. But no, I was so yeah, that's a really and then they get into like Nintendo and how that rose to dominance and basically like the death of the home console between like 83 and 88 um cuz everybody got cuz Atari just started putting out 
shit, and so people stopped caring. And then Nintendo came out and just took over. Yep. Um, and like I'm getting ready to get into the one where it, all the controversy around like Mortal Kombat, and all, all, all the violence game. Oh yeah, so it's they, like I said, they got six oh, episodes. It's a wrap. Uh, I, I, I do remember when uh, touch on that. Yeah. I, I remember Mortal Kombat came out in um, the Blood Factor. Oh, parents were outraged. Yeah, yeah I remember that being a thing. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is crazy. The graphics <laughs> are incredible. Oh yeah, the finishing moves and all that stuff. Oh yeah, finish you. Yeah, that was yeah, smooth. Man. What was your favorite video games growing up? Uh, I was a I was a sports guy. So, so like Tecmo Bowl, Super Tecmo Tecmo Super Bowl. Uh, just only only if you could be Bo Jackson. I swear. <laughs> that dude's bouncing off of What? I was born in 88, bro. I have no idea. What and it is. came on like 88. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah it was but, uh, and so there was there was a glitch in the game where if you played the Oakland Raiders and you, you played as there and, and you got Bo Jackson. Couldn't be tackled. Nobody could touch Bo Jackson. Like, like they would, so, they like would you would you would always race to be the one to yeah. pick the Oakland Raiders because then you would just crush whoever you yeah. were playing. Like you could, like you could run up and down the field yeah. and just do back, laps around people and, and yeah. piss people off, and I was great. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> and what made him so magnificent for the listeners? What Bo Jackson? Yeah, Bo knows. Bo knows. Bo knows. Who is this? Bo, you know so he was he was the first guy that what? did both. I said for that, the listeners. Yeah, okay. 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 Oh, I'm about to say. Yeah. Both, right. You got to uh, pay attention, man. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I'm yeah both NFL and Major League Bas- Baseball yeah, he yeah. did, so which was like a first at and, the time. And was elite at both. Oh, yeah, and crushed at yeah. both. It wasn't like Michael Jordan going to play baseball. I <laughs> think LeBron could have did that if he stepped on a football field. Oh, yeah. I think it was just more so like yeah, he didn't yeah. want to risk uh, you know. He was a top-rated getting, tight end. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say he's coming out of high school. He's definitely yeah. built for two sports. You know what I mean? Tall, kind of like not huge. Uh, and just going back to Bo Jackson, that that moment where he runs on the wall to yeah. catch the damn ball. Yeah. He runs on the wall like. Like you know, a person. Oh, so the arenas was different. Where is this like no, a wall on the no. side? What you talking about? Are he, you he, talking about? He, he's catching the fly ball. He's running to catch a fly what ball. What wall is he running on? He runs like it's, you know the stands in baseball, right? Oh, okay. The stands okay, in okay. baseball. So like, and he runs. I'm up. thinking football. That's oh, no, no, oh yeah, no. Basically, yeah, and the walls okay. are all padded, and he yeah, basically gotcha. ran up the damn wall. He yeah. ran up the wall to catch a fly ball. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, he's out of there. Superpowers you were talking about earlier, bro. Uh, yeah. That's a that's a real because look at bro look at the food look at the the dumb shows because these more so are like intelligent like triggering intelligence triggering reactivating type shows showing you what you're capable of mm-hmm. remember the stuff we grew up on like oh, okay SpongeBob and yeah. all that goofy stuff look at the mentality that they suppress and then the the genetics that they suppress with the food like mm-hmm. people supposed to be out here like marvel universe you know so, what i'm saying well there's a and there's another one i just i watched the preview of it but i haven't i added it to my list but i haven't had a chance to watch it yet cuz i'm watching high score uh, there's one that basically it's all about uh, there's these pills on yeah. the black market. I started watching that one. And and apparently if you take it, you get some sort of superpower oh, for like five minutes. It's a oh, power. Black Lightning too? Or you, or it's you, or you. Uh, black or Lightning. Out. Yeah. Um, that activates your superpowers. And yeah. that's his shield. What's the name of it? Uh, three different Something shows. power, Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. I mean, like, that probably yeah. has yeah. some. You know, Damn. You trying to get the name of that show? Yeah, bro. Do y'all think? I'm gonna think about it. I'm over here struggling. Yeah, that show. I mean, so that joined us with Jamie Foxx. It might be powered up or some shit like that. Um, but I'm a. Is it new? Yeah, it's like a movie. Okay, okay. It's 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 good. 
I good. thought it would have been more famous. Project Jamie Power. Was on it, though. Project Power. There yeah. we go. Okay. You yeah. know, Netflix be dropping shows now, and yeah. they, they just they have celebrities in them now. Bruh. Well, dude, like the first one they did that with. budget on that joke. That was uh, Bright. Yeah. Oh, yeah, with Will Smith. They, did, they yeah. dropped $80 million on making okay. Bright. Yeah. What? Yeah. And that was one of those ones where it, like, I really wish they would have just, like, what would have made, and I did, it was a good movie, but would have made it, would have made it so much better for me is if they would have taken, like, 10 seconds at the start of that movie and just had, like, a black screen with, like, white lettering on it that just said, okay, hey, uh, you remember, like, Lord of the Rings and that kind of shit? Okay, yeah, that's all real and that happened. Okay, now here's our movie. Go. Because, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, you, because, like, you like, I started watching it and I'm like, oh, well, this is just alienation, but with D&D. Mm-hmm. Man, I, I'll be honest. I, I like. Uh, I'm not the biggest Will Smith fan in film. It's like he's not terrible. He's it's not the same him. He's, in yeah, Will Smith. Yeah. He's yeah. not convincing in Wait, any are you, role. Are you accusing him of being the Black Adam Sandler? No, hey, he's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a few. He plays himself, bro. It's a few actors that can just be themselves. Denzel Washington being one. Yeah, Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle. Cheadle. He, he, That's my favorite actor. Good. I just had to throw that out there. But man. I mean, they could they could just be themselves. Well, they, they go into characters. And they go into characters. Don like. Cheadle was a chameleon, bro. Yeah, but I mean, what character did did uh, Denzel Washington go into in like Training Day? Besides like angry Denzel Washington. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying <laughs> it's like the same. It's like the same dude. I think I'm thinking of like uh, what's the name of the movie where he plays the gangster. American yeah, he, he went into that. He went into that role pretty you, well. And I, I would say, but I get what you're saying. On a lot yeah. of roles, Denzel is just like himself, kind yeah, of. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's not necessarily like, oh man. Well, or it's or it's what you assume to be mm, himself. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's just his acting persona. Yeah. Yeah. But back to say, Will Smith is not the greatest. I'm sorry, guys. I, I, I'm still waiting on Hancock too. I'm not gonna lie. Are you really, uh, dude? I, I Hancock was good. That was hilarious. I freaking love that movie. They Hancock they're good, working bro. on that. They there there have been rumors about that like oh. since it first came out, and like there's a new this and a new that and a new somebody else gets assigned to it, and it just keeps getting buried and buried. And, like just come on, just make it happen. I thoroughly enjoy Hancock, bro. I don't remember right. it, to be honest. Was, how do you not remember a drunk superhero? Yeah, cause it was, I don't know. I don't know. Just for me, I just it's just one of yeah. those things that I like. Maybe I need to go back and rewatch it because I might have been blowed or something. <laughs> True. Let's be honest. I could have been in a different mind today when I was watching it. So there's been times when I've like watched the whole series or something and then had to go back and watch the series again because I remembered oh, pieces of it. Been, been there, done that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for any listener listening and just judge me, that's fine. I'm perfect. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you are. Uh, we all are perfect, you know, the way we are. Unless what, you're not. Did you say your favorite video game growing up? Um, man, I had a lot of them. Uh probably started with Mike Tyson Punch Out. Then um probably evolved to like um Sonic the Hedgehog. I remember that. Classics. Okay. Yeah. Um and then um Did y'all play that Michael Jackson game? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Come on yeah, now. That was Moonwalk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Moonwalker. Yeah. And the movie. See, and, and that's the funny part about a high score is going like, and like you could just go back because one of my basically my big quarantine project was I got about fifteen old school retro game systems hooked up in my basement to a flat screen, which is kind of a pain in the ass because you know they don't. There's no HDMI output on a Nintendo. There's no you got the, all the uh, AV. 
Uh, oh, dude, I got video, I got all the upscalers, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then I had to, you know, and then I got HDMI switches because there's only four inputs on the TV, and yeah. I did, but I got it all working, and so like forcing my kids to sit down and play like old Atari games <laughs> has been the greatest highlight of my life because <laughs> um, it's like, oh yeah, you want to bitch, you want to bitch about the graph, how the yeah. graphics aren't cool in your Look game? At, Come here, this, this is adventure. Check You're a out. dot. Yeah. <laughs> You're a dot on a screen, and when you and you got one button, you got a joystick and one button. And when you push yeah. the button, uh, it lights up like a candle. That yeah. that's all you get. That that's 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 gaming. Trash. I, <laughs> but that's the funny thing about high, about high score is you like you look at all those old graphics and you're like, oh my, Cubert, God, that was atrocious. Yep. Yeah, it was a game. It was like a little alien dude, and he just who swore but didn't swear. Yeah, yeah. he just like jumped. Up on the different down. blocks, and yep, you had to it change like the blocks pure, different yeah, colors. Bro, it was, it was, was the purpose. You just yeah. changed all the blocks to different yeah, colors, yeah. and then you moved on to the next screen that had more blocks uh, to change yeah. with different colors. And a lot Q- of them, Qbert. That was Qbert, oh, and we so we actually met the guy that created him uh-huh. uh, at one of the other cons. Uh, really cool dude. A uh, little bitter uh, <laughs> because so like at that time when you created a game. Um, it was all work for hire. And so like he created Qbert and it became, the, you know, he created the character and the game and all that stuff and it became this huge thing. And then if you remember the movie uh, Pixels came out and Qbert was a big part of that. And like, we didn't know, we were like, hey, so like, did you get any kick from, and he was like, yeah, no. That that would have. And been then and then it went in and million. told us the entire story. We were like, oh, yeah, you, you got you should have got some money. You like got a that. lot of fire burning in your heart. You uh, <laughs> that's terrible. That was a huge movie. Is uh, I, we, this is, so we're talking about the '80s kind of. Dude. I was talking about the '80s yesterday, and I am um, outside of hip hop. I don't really. I'm glad that, like I didn't have to live through the '80s for the most part. '80s were phenomenal. You sound crazy, man. I, I'll be honest, especially I, in the city. Oh my God, bro! They used to have something called the Watermobile and the Bookmobile that would just come through the neighborhoods, mm-hmm. like a giant pool in the back, <laughs> and set up in the mid- bro a, a pool on wheels. Seriously, yes. legit. They, yes. Those were those were nationwide. So I was living in New England during that time, but those were everywhere. Yeah, what? just come through in the middle of the hood. That just sounds just like a bad up, idea. Bro, of, it was uh, not. It was phenomenal. Imagine oh, it was, putting, uh, it was floating uh, hepatitis. Like, don't let yeah, everybody yeah, fool you. I'm, yeah. saying, <laughs> I'm sure, sure you was floating in a lot of urine, but <laughs> and, and the idea, as a kid, you were more immune. And, Chill out. And the, and the idea uh, just like basically you, putting. You've been in a pool before with somebody peed. Don't do that. Man, don't look. Don't do that. It's just the idea just of putting, pool, like, putting yeah, plastic. Like, put you you line a, a truck with plastic and you ride around with, with a filled <laughs> yeah. water. That's what I was like. Nah, basically, picture picture an El Camino yeah, with a plastic. I, that, that's what I'm saying. But a lot yeah, bigger. But <laughs> slushing around as it rides down the street. That's not how it works, fool. Right, well, you, you, know you were just yeah. adding to the '80s, kind of sucking to me right now. You know, you actually got like uh, fire hydrants in each neighborhood, so they would. So just you got fresh fill water. The, yeah. Yeah, oh, so you had to wait four hours <laughs> for a giant no, pool. It was a uh, fire no, yeah, no fire hydrant. No, no, it filled up in like yeah. two minutes. Yeah, oh, okay. it, bro, I'm telling you, it was a ball. It was an absolute ball. Yeah, the '80s still. Uh, it's not my decade. On top of having like some of the flyest music, I said hip hop. I said I said music. So that was, you got that one. Hip hop, R and B, the pop music was fly back then. Well, I said music. What's the next one? Yeah, you a giant pool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, you don't have cocaine. Without us in the eighties, yeah, uh, you you don't know shit about weed. Uh, yeah, without yeah. us in the eighties, weed's uh, been around forever. Yeah, but we made it better. Uh, <laughs> so, so I think eighties was like 
It's because like it, 80s weed was still like weed you could like socially smoke. Yeah. This shit today, yeah. you just knocks you on your oh, ass yeah. and you're done and and you're over. See? I saw a study where they said the weed uh, today is like 23 to 25 times. I've seen mm-hmm. something like that too. It was actually Weed Explained on Netflix. And 25 that's, times what? Stronger. More potent. Oh. Stronger, yeah. yeah Which is why you will never catch 90s. me smoking in public. Yeah. And that's how you wind up needing to rewatch series. But that's a big fact. I remember coming to work early. Guys on chinky, good bro. Yeah, I'm straight. Yeah, (laughs) so like an eight. Like I think we were. I think 80s was probably like the last innocent generation. Like before, like you started getting crazy hinky about shit, like because like you know that's after the '80s. Then you've got the rise of the twenty-four-seven news cycle, and you've Dude, got being a kid in the '80s was phenomenal. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you got you know that's Clinton you, getting blowjobs. You got yeah, they get all was, the all the that's crazy. The late, that's the late '90s. That was the, that's the late '90s. If you if you were around, and so imagine here's what I learned. I've always described myself as an '80s kid. What I what it really is is I'm like '83. To ninety five, okay. like that's 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 peak era to me, because like because like after ninety five, music gets stupid. Yeah, uh, it, it loses all of its message. It loses it. Yeah, uh, but the eighty three and and before and then before eighty three, it's all like Eddie Rabbit and I love a rainy night and boom <laughs> bop No, I don't need any of that shit. But like eighty three to ninety five, yeah. that's yeah. yeah that's, you, that's you called the golden era of hip hop, so you that's, get, a, that's a good uh, time. Feel right so there. left out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Asa was born in what 88? 88? Yeah, yeah. So my you, mama had me on push it. I you technically, song, you really? technically yeah. are like a, uh, <laughs> her friends made her a mixtape. A millennium right. baby. Well, he's a millennial. Oh yeah, and you'll, yeah, you'll never know about making mixtapes. Yeah, and it, well, make, making well, somebody make no like making somebody a pl- making somebody a playlist yeah. isn't the same. Like oh, listening on, to the radio uh, and but, but mix CDs into the, the VJ. Ah, uh, true. Okay, or the uh, DJ. Season. You never made a mix CD. You made a mix CD at home, like on a computer. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like oh, that's okay. totally different but bag when you're making about- a tape. Y'all talking about is. like off oh, and, radio. Oh, and you off had the, the like, radio. Oh, and, and then when you got when you had the box with the with the two tape yeah. decks, you were the shit. Because yeah. now you okay, now I can cue up the one I got recorded, <laughs> and you become the master yes. of all right. So I I do, and there's no DJ deck or anything. No, okay, so I just gotta I gotta squeeze you know, yep. it back like just a yep. half second, and then when I start playing this one, then it'll fade and it'll yep. crossfade, and then it'll sound better when I do it that way. Oh yeah, you, you'll it never know the struggle. Sweet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you basically. It was not sweet. DJ, instead of wax, you <laughs> well, use the tapes. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was not sweet. Oh, man. Anywho. Anyways. Yeah. The 80s. The 80s. What well, impact did that have on the, on the people? Ooh, Crack. We have with it now. Oh, man. The 80s. That was rough for the hood, bro. That's mm. r- the, the, now, the 80s are what? Detroit uh, in 2020? That's the 80s. That's the, blame the 80s for that. Uh, Where'd it go? Where'd it go, Kill? In Detroit, I would blame like the. Late 60s, probably. I would blame the, the 70s 60s. and 80s just because the I was, riot is what caused so much of the despair in the city until it, it literally went to like a 40 year just like shit show. I think that's part of it. I'm sorry, but I think the drug epidemic in the city was probably more prevalent as far as the deterioration of the black community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come I on, man. That. Like, um, well, and the differentiation between cocaine and crack. I mean, yeah. they're the same damn drug. Yeah. Why are the penalties for one 20 Tips, times yeah. higher than the other? Yeah. Eh. 
a lot of dumb shit. Yeah. But and but I've I've said that before, like recently to people too. As you know, one of the saddest things about this whole pandemic to me is, dude, I've been coming down. I've been here since you know March of '96 is when I moved out here, and been coming downtown ever since. And like so, Cass Corridor used to be you didn't go to Cass mm-hmm. Corridor unless you were looking to fight or get drugs. Mm-hmm. Period. End of story. Or get a blowjob. Or yep, yeah, that was it. And like, but I've been, you know, like it's been coming back and it's been looking, you know, better and better. And it's sad to me, like these last few months, like there are, there's no cars on the street. There's no, there's no games. There's no traffic. There's no concerts over at the Masonic. There's no, you know, like the foot, like George, you know, that's owned Temple Bar forever, you know, is doing whatever he can to stay alive, you know, during and stay open during all this stuff. It's, it's, it's sad to see everything regressing the way it is. Yeah. And I, I mean, um, I I've been here since uh, two thousand. I've been in Michigan since two thousand and four, and in Detroit since two thousand and ten. And you saw the evolution over the past few years. Mm-hmm. I was just saying that he was here pretty much daily a couple of years ago. Um, we were driving down Woodward. Oh, no. Are you talking about in front of that Henry Ford spot? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm, I'm sure you saw the the whole evolution of this area too over the past couple of years as it kind of like developed and mm-hmm. um, you know, oh yeah, yeah, yeah became sure. a new neighborhood. <laughs> And I agree, man. It is that, but all that just back to go back to the drugs real quick. The like, uh, I feel like it's the drug sentences. Back to the dope. Is the is the drug sentences or or well, unfair? And then it's the impact on the children, on the people on dope. Like, is is a generational thing? Is 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 as is worse than the money almost, man? It's worse than losing the jobs because it messes with the psychology, the mental of the uh, of the community, the the mindset of the community. I was talking to um, somebody the other day, and we were riding through a neighborhood. I had to pick somebody up, and we were riding through a neighborhood that was tore up. And uh, he was like, yeah, my uncle's tore this neighborhood up. He was like, yeah, I had this one uncle over here, the one uncle on the other side of the bridge. He ran this shit like that. He ran this shit like that, and they just tore it up. They just, you know, like, they, they was undercutting each other. They was they was going back and forth, and, like, you know, this community got ruined uh, from them selling dope over here. So that that's my perspective on it, and I feel like, what what sucks even more is that a lot of that stuff was put inside of our community. You know what I mean? Like it was it was handed to us. The recipe was handed to us. And um, yeah, there, there's no cocaine fields on Seven Mile. There's nope. there's no yeah. <laughs> there's there's no opium. Nope. There's no opium poppies growing. You know in Linwood. There, nope. there, no. Yeah. Nah. Same way them bricks just magically landed up. You know during them protests. <sighs> but um, my spirit told me to, to. My spirit put something on my chest. God okay. told me to say this. Okay. To those people who are on drugs or choose to use drugs, let's make sure that, you know, of course, you know, this is supposedly not this or that or, or, you know, good for the babies and all that, you know, positive stuff. But anyways, the people who do do drugs, if you're hearing this message, keep in mind that it does, you know, take you away from the real world. You know, it's like a scapegoat. Just make sure. If you can hear what I'm saying, make sure that you don't allow that to blind you from what's really going on. Make sure you're doing some work, you know, to balance that struggle out, you know, until you could beat it. That's just my little two cents. What came to mind? I love you. You know, we all in this thing together. And then that's, you know, hopefully that can help. Well, and that's the other sad thing about, I mean, the reality of the pandemic is you are. So you're seeing... um you're seeing a spike in suicides. You're seeing a spike in overdoses um, because people are trapped at home, mm-hmm. you know, and don't have anything else to do. And that's mm-hmm. honestly, that's one of the the downsides of, you know, people not always making the best decisions. You give somebody an extra $600 a week and then you tell them to sit at home and not do anything. Well, that, 
Foot Locker apparently had a record quarter. Oh yeah, uh, you know I'm, they were saying you know drug trade has been up you know over the past over the course of the past you know four or five months got, too. Billionaires got to the bag. Oh, don't you don't even get me started on that Billionaires shit. Billionaires got to the dude. The, bag. the difference. Uh, there was just a meme that I was uh, was looking at today that I saved and I just haven't shared it yet. Um, that you know, hey, oh by the way, I found the looters, and it was like the top ten wealthiest people in the U.S. and where their fortune was mm-hmm. on March first mm-hmm. of twenty twenty, and where it was as of yesterday. They all made and, like over thirty billion. Billion. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Jeff Bezos made. Uh, from March 18th until now, made $76 billion. <laughs> Bill Gates, from March 18th until now, made talking, eight, $16 you're talking billion. talking five months, man. Zuckerberg made $42 billion. Buffett made $12 billion. Elon yes. Musk made $43 billion in what? March, April, May, June. Five months, bro. This mm-hmm. is five, five months. months. This is five months, bro. And um, so more of the wealth shifted to the halves. The gap. The wealth gap is just ridiculous now. So, again, like I didn't said in the past, what does the economy look like when, like, what what can our economy be, or what does it look like when all of this is quote unquote over? Yeah, it's gonna be interesting, man. And I, I'm telling people like I, I say stuff pessimistically because I want people to be prepared for people to not have jobs. These jobs won't exist. These cats been waiting for AI to be be implemented. That's mm-hmm. what uh. Derek Grace talks about mm-hmm. um, these guys are waiting to they have been waiting for the opportunity to, to create ghost kitchens where you don't need to hire people. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of things that are just like on the back burner that are like, oh, man, this is the perfect opportunity. And like now we're down to four hundred dollars a week and that's not sustainable. It's not going to last forever. So when this is over, there's going to be a huge influx. And uh, um, I want to be optimistic about what's going to happen in the city, but it's hard to be knowing what people will be at as far as like. The disparity, the the how desperate they're going to be to to find money in order to uh, maintain their living, especially when they're going to go for such an extreme too. People are eating crab legs and lamb chops every damn day, right? Mm-hmm. So you finna go from that to not being able to find a job for a long ass time, mm-hmm. right? Think about the mindset you finna have to go through. You've been drinking Hennessy, and I I'm sorry for point, uh, painting my neighborhood like this, but I'm just being extreme. I'm just painting a a, a picture. But you've been drinking Hennessy every day. You've been buying Louis belts. I tried to buy a pair of rims for my car, right? Some 17s, right? Nothing, nothing fancy. I went to this dealership called uh, uh, Hot Wheels. Um, I went to one, then I went to two, I went to three. They said there are no 17, 18, or 20-inch rims inside the city for my car. They have been bought up. By who? People would, would he said they happened all during the COVID checks. People getting to use their COVID checks for rims. <laughs> I'm not joking. And sneakers. Like I said, dude, I've been mean, Foot Locker reported a record quarter. Man, if we if I would have been Damn, if I would have been smart when the checks dropped, I would have I would have invested differently. God. But to say that like that this just, is, that this, just speaks to poor financial literacy, man. And, and years of years of not being educated on the proper ways to build wealth. Let's make sure we do this every time we throw out a problem, throw out a solution to balance it out. Facts. So John, That's what's what his I name? Like. Uh, Doctor Claude Anderson just came to mind right now. You mm-hmm. know, we talking about this. You know, we got an issue. All right, everybody, homework research. Doctor Claude Anderson. Mm-hmm. Powernomics. I, I I think one of the things I talked about um, when Espy was here that I felt like is going to be part of the solution is people creating jobs like we have to create jobs if jobs aren't there 
then we're going to have to create them. You know what I mean? And that's why I think, like, the small business boom is kind of happening with everybody selling plates. I think it has to be diverse. They had to diversify. We have to create. We had to be um, more creative with what, how we approached it, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, than just selling spaghetti. But I think that's part of the solution. And I think that's actually a good thing. You were talking about the riots earlier. Um, it was one neighborhood in particular where 1,400 small businesses were destroyed during the riots. One neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Not all the neighborhoods. That's not all of them. 1,400 small businesses. Mm-hmm. And that's something that's not even talked about. The small business community has been slowly but surely pushed out of the city for a long time, which is why we, we talked about this all the time. Little Caesars on every block, McDonald's, and, like, you see a handful of these small businesses in the area. So I would say that's one of the good things to be solution-oriented is that we're going to have to work to create jobs. You know what I mean? We're going to have to be um, – we're going to have to be entrepreneurs, you know what I mean? Because the job simply just won't be there. And I th- well, it's, it's about to, it's, it's going to get worse again. Like, so we've, uh, on our show, we've had a guy who's an infectious disease expert. Um, and he's, I mean, he works with the WHO, he works with the CDC. Um, he's one of the guys, uh, that, uh, developed the AIDS test, uh, the HIV test. He's got like a dozen, uh, you know, vaccines under his belt. So like he's, he's got cred. Um, and his whole thing is, yeah. Uh, when we were talking to basically put on to, yeah, Halloween, Thanksgiving and Christmas this year are going to be canceled um, because you're going to see a just another huge spike. Um, and then you couple that with it's projected to be a really bad flu season, just a normal flu season on top of that. Um, and you're going to have the hospitals back to where they were in March real quick. Um, and you're going to see things, you know, rolling back and shutting back down. And mm. I mean, there are, you know, there was, I think it was up in, uh, I think it's Washington County. Um, they just rolled, uh, gatherings back to 25 people. Uh, from a hundred, even outdoors, because um, <clears throat> they're start they're starting to see rising and, and spiking numbers and all that kind of stuff again. So I mean, it's it, that's and that's the thing is, and that's the, and that's what he keeps harping on. To your point, like, look, I can tell you the bad, but you need to start making plans. You know, you need to start making contingency plans mm-hmm. if this happens. Like, what if? that restaurant that you were working at doesn't reopen what if that place you know that you used to go all the time is no longer there you know what you know what are you going to do you know but start thinking about what you do without that being there a, i like that there's a lot to unpack with that man um what comes to mind food sovereignty mm-hmm. like getting with your neighbors was it? But think Taking about this. some of them open plots and now, them now we the point though. Now we the point where it's late in the season. So how are we going? How do you kind of get to it? Because we're already going into fall. Yeah, how let how let uh, our girl tip fear. How let people who've been consistent yeah. been on it? Are you about to invest in the people who put in that work? Yeah, this this you know? is so yeah. it's so funny. Yeah, that's how that go. It's so funny and not a very funny way that. The, the heroes of these times are the people that stuck to the old tried and true ways of building nations. You know what I'm saying? Feeding your family, yourself, mm-hmm. living off the land. And now when it, it gets like nuts and bolts, everybody is looking towards them as like saviors. Mm-hmm. I need to feed my family. That's a real, you know what I'm saying? If, if you, are basing your life you you are running your life off of this world off of going to grocery stores off of the convenience that we've been afforded through this age that we live in and that's taken away like what's what's your next step 
Is uh, you remember when Tim, Tim Fura? Oh man, I can't say that name. You remember Tim Fura? What does he like to be called? T T. All right, when y'all remember when she was on the show, <laughs> and she was like, uh, you drive past like a Chick Fil A or um a Popeyes, and people were, like wait in line for like an hour when they could just go ahead and cook a meal. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> just the mindset, man. Just mm-hmm. the mindset is, is that convenience. Wait, if you got an hour, listen, if you got an hour to stand in line, you got an hour to cook. Yeah, yeah, and better and with your own ingredients. You know exactly what's. Well, going but into then, it. but I guess you know you you look at it, and this is the thing. So why is it that I can go buy a Big Mac for a dollar, but I go try to buy the ingredients for a salad, and it's twenty. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, you know, so I can't. You know, and it, and it's you know, and people have been trained. We're we're a consumer society. We're an on-demand society. We are, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's I want it and I want it now, mm-hmm. you know. So okay, I can hit the drive-through and feed my family yep. for ten bucks, or I can spend, you know, sixty bucks at the grocery store for that meal, yeah. you know, or or for a meal that I'd be happy, you know, and and then. You know, and I, well, and, and it's you know we, we get we're in the age of, and this is the other thing that's going to be a radical shift, is all right, schools are closed. Um, Where are, are you going to send your kids? Well, or are babies? What What are you going to do about your job? Yep. Um. Oh, this is a good thing, and I will shoot. I can shoot you a link because uh, I was just having this conversation yesterday with somebody. Uh, the Department of Labor, in case you guys don't know this, um, came out with uh, the Families First uh, Corona Response Act. It's the FFCRA. Mm-hmm. Um, if you do have a job, they are mandated uh to give you uh i believe if like if your school is closed or your child care is unavailable um they are they're required to give you 2 weeks of full pay leave um and then up to an additional 10 weeks of um extended FMLA uh at oh. at 60% of your pay in yeah. order to basically cuz i mean they i mean as much as i'm annoyed by a lot of shit that happens at the federal level it it's almost like anything else like okay yeah it's a lot of shit at the top, but like there are still pockets of people trying to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the department of labor is one of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, definitely take a look out, uh, for the FFCRA. Um, cause I mean, that's, that's a resource that you need to be aware of. Like if you need to go to your boss and say, Hey, and you know, and there's other provisions for like, if you wind up having to go into quarantine or somebody in your house winds up having to go into quarantine, there are additional things that kick in. Um, you know, so I mean, that's just one of those things where as you're starting to make those decisions, yeah, you need to think about that. Mm-hmm. Gracias. Muchos gracias. Next. Why are you looking at me? Video games. Yeah, I know. This, yeah, was, this, this one was a little all over the map. Yeah. <laughs> this is the whirlwind show for sure. Yeah, I'm glad we did it, though. I'm the glad we, we, when we Every time we get together, man, like the energy is always good. And um, I think it's good for for me because I'm just glad we're being consistent with it. You know what I mean? Facts. Man, this is the perfect time for Bulls to explain to us the significance of oh, Mars in Pisces. <laughs> uh, what are you trying Bulls, to flip it on me? Oh, oh, yes. yes. Hit us. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Tim, feel like, I feel like I feel like Booze is about to explain the significance of his foot in Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna pull an Oscar. <laughs> I was hey. meditating today, and I thought about the word Mars. Right, you take the lay A out of that, and what do you got? M R, Mister, Missus, with the S on it. <laughs> 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 
Uh, <laughs> you all cold, bro. Uh, well, that's what I was going to say as you tried to put me on the spot. But, man, I'm sorry, dog. You ain't let that go yet? <laughs> we hadn't hit that in like 15 episodes. We better go a long time ago. I appreciate you. Wow. Still offering gratitude. Man, uh, I think we're going to wrap it up, y'all. For sure. Any uh, gratitudes? Any appreciation? Any appreciations? I would like to appreciate Mr. Dominic Holmes for dropping some jewels on grow tents. Got me and my family looking good over here, growing these peppers, these uh, dropping jewels on bushes. what? Where grow, grow tents. Grow tents for oh. indoor gardening. Why don't you okay. give a, a little uh, a, give a little background on Don? I don't know. We talked about him on the show before. Uh, so this is a very well-rounded brother. I would recommend people go check out his Instagrams because I would like for him to represent himself. You know, I don't feel like I'm um, qualified See, Bruce, to do Bruce that. Put you on the spot know? again. Right. Well, exactly. I'm gonna try to put him on the spot. <laughs> What's his social security number? Uh, yeah, this fool. But um, yeah, Down check is out that. Fly, man. Yeah, yeah, and Down he's an fly. astrologer. Progressive. He deals with um. A lot of things. He has um some chickens. Excellent, yeah, he got like agriculture. Oh, man. Um, just a well-rounded cat, man. And for those who are not afraid, he's excellent when it comes to energy too. He's a, a modern-day magician. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Able to tweak the the physicality from the inside out via energetic levels. So mm-hmm. I um, benefited from it many times, like with energy cleanses. Facts. I know people who benefited the same. I can attest but, um, to it. The Instagram, I want to say, I think he has an Instagram, Dominic Holmes, but it's D-O-M-I-N-E-C. Holmes is H-O-L-M-E-S, I want to, I want to believe. Yeah, but, uh, the other Instagram is Red Claw Conjure. R-E-D-C-L-A-W underscore Conjure. C-O-N-J-U-R-E. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was you it. Satisfied, Bulls? That was, was excellent. I want, man, look, I was, I was just saying, cause I felt like his name has come up and I was just trying to say, like, trying to lead yeah, him to the yeah, Instagram. ring bells, man. We got too many people out here in the city who you be like, you know, what's the name? No, I don't know. Who is that? And then you got some people that yeah. everybody know. We need yeah. to get on the page, like, where everybody is, is doing what they're doing. So they name and they frequency is reverberating through the room. Fact. Now hold that till the episode stops. I got a thought for you. Okay, cool, cool. Akili. Uh, probably I want to give some love to the psychedelic, uh, community. They showed me mad love during a uh, psychedelic conference last Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm. Yeah, man, that, yep, yep. that was, that was an experience that, that was phenomenal. Tons of love that, that, uh, that group gives out tons of fly energy, um, Tons of gratitude, like they love the food. So you know, well, yeah, because they're tripping. At the very least, <laughs> at the very least. Yeah. So much love to the uh, psychedelic community. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, my appreciation is gonna go to. And that was the what was that the twentieth episode. Yes. Oh, I see what you just did right there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm giving this damn appreciation. Uh, I don't got it's not it's not any to anybody in particular. Just to um everybody, and this is no diss if you're not working, but just to everybody who's working and they appreciate and they do their job well. And the only reason I say that, man, is because um there's a lot of different things going on out in the world, right? Uh, like you got people who are taking advantage of different systems and scamming. You got people who are 
um, just collecting checks. You got people who are just sitting at the crib, not doing anything with their time. And then you got people who, uh, you know, maybe have some legitimate fears. You got a lot of different things to keep people from working, man. You do. And like for the person who goes to their job and is stocking them apples, who's going to their job and flipping them burgers, they don't got a luxurious job and they still go to work as opposed to collect a check right now. I respect the fuck out of that person because they're part of the people who are keeping society moving to some extent for a lot of us. And I think that it's really easy to not appreciate those people because a lot of us are in the mind state. And I'll be honest, like, shit, when I'm going to work right now, I'm like, God damn, I don't feel like going to jerk. I'm doing it because I feel like I got to. And there's some people who I know. I'm serious. I know some, there's some people who I know though, who could be, who could not work, make more money taking time off. But they just feel like that's what they're supposed to be doing. And I respect the, I respect the hell out of y'all because we need y'all to keep the, the world keep moving, man. Like it's a lot of people who rely on them. You know what I mean? Maybe not the people in this room per se, but it's a lot of people that rely on those individuals to feed them, to clothe them, to, to entertain them, whatever they might be doing. And, um, y'all just need some love because like, like Dave saying shit is going to get more difficult possibly. Um, I've heard that from a number of different people that it's going to get, Worse for different reasons, not just because of COVID, but maybe because of some astrological things. You know what I mean? So, um, thank you all. What? Afri- Say who? I don't Boo said it might be some astrological things oh, going on. I got the that world from- is shifting. <laughs> I, I got that the from you. The world is changing. Yeah. I got that from you. I, when I said it, I was I'm like, just, and then he quoting you. You was like the anti anti astrology. You know what? That might be that Mars inside. You said something earlier too. That's not in his birth chart. He said, ah, <laughs> yeah. Who's over there getting cosmic on you? Oof. That's it. We all about. It's all about growth and, and opening your mind up and trying to explore yourself and and be in tune with what's the truth. Facts. Um, truth is the truth. Um, instructor Bond said that recently that, um, you got your personal truth and then you got the absolute truth. Mm-hmm. And the absolute truth doesn't have to be explained. And so if that's, if something's the absolute truth, I'm gonna try to get in tune with it. You know what I mean? So that's just where my mind's at. Woo. You sound like you need to start a religion. I'm about <laughs> oh, yeah. to start a quote. I don't got time for that. Spiritual and shit. All right. So that's it for us. This, uh, is the 20th episode. Just a fun, informational i don't think that's a word informative (laughs) i might go check out that high score for sure yes dude all right yes sir peace